Welcome to Late Night with Denzi, episode 12, In My Head. I'm trying to change my intro music. If anybody has any ideas or inspo or can make me an inspo board of what you guys feel when you listen to this and you want to reflect that in that music, let me know. I don't even know if I explained that right. I know there are some music majors out there listening right now. Create something. Obviously, I'll pay y'all. Might just try to find somebody to commission it out to. Just want to get a new vibe, I guess, off the intro music. Today's episode, though, is In My Head. Talks about overthinking. That is probably the main struggle that I have. There's an atom in the air I'm overthinking. Looking at that atom, like, why? Why are you looking at me that like that, you know? Is there something wrong with me? My eyebrows aren't aren't looking good. What? I got a crooked ass hairline. My socks on backwards. What, what, why are you looking at me? And it's everything to the smallest of details. I don't know where it comes from, but it's there. If I had a guess, it's uh, for me trying to make the right decision all the time. When growing up, I didn't want to fa- fail. I still I still have a fear of failing, for sure. My parents had a very high expectation, and over time I ended up putting that high level or high mark on myself so when there was room to think I would think for an extended amount of time just so I could make the right choice and to make them proud I didn't want to disappoint them and I also wanted to avoid that confrontation I know if I failed they would then come and talk to me and I just wanted to avoid all of that but like I said who knows if it comes from somewhere else that's just the main thing that I could think about or that I thought about Over the years, I've tried to decrease the amount of times that I overthink and what I overthink on, do it few and far between and only on the big things and the decisions that need that time and that effort to make good decisions. The other day, I was standing in REI thinking um, of buying a straw attachment for a small hydro flask. And right there, I was like, do I need this? I'm not sure. But it'll be really beneficial. So I started looking at prices to compare to other stores. Looked at Dick Sporting Goods, looked at Amazon, looked at Hydro Flask official website. To looking at that, they're all the same price. I'm like, okay, can't beat the price. Do I really need this? And this process took about 10 minutes, walking back and forth, trying to find another place that could be cheaper. Even though I already took the time to do it, but I still kept doing it, like making sure I was seeing the right numbers. I was just standing there wasting my time. And at one point I just said, why am I still here? If I have to do this much for a $10, $12 item, I don't need it. And I walked out. And that's just, you know, one recent example of many. I just fall into a rabbit hole whenever there's a thought out there. Like I said, I see an atom, I'm overthinking immediately. And we'll get into that a little bit later. The first time I had someone really explain to me that overthinking shouldn't be done was a random guy at Home Depot. I'm not super religious, but I thought this person was put in front of me for a reason. Kind of like an act of God. I was working at the mailworks desk in the back. 30 minutes left of my shift. I see a man walking through the main aisle. He looked African American. Had a dress shirt with a large black overcoat. Black pants. And brown shoes or sandals, I don't remember. His clothing was rough. As if he could have been homeless. His dreads were not in the best condition either. The Home Depot where I worked was not in the greatest area prostitutes, homeless, crackheads, you name it. 
were in the parking lot. The apartments right behind the store got SWAT raided a couple times. The Orleans was right across. It was just not a great area. My first judgment was that he was a homeless guy from outside just walking around or heading to the bathroom. I asked him if he needed help looking for anything and said no. But we started to have a conversation. He said, this store has changed a lot since the last time I've been in here. I said, yes, sir. We have been moving things around for the last couple of months with more changes to follow in the future. I haven't been here in seven years, give or take. It's nice to see the advancements in technology. Now, through this conversation, I found out that he's from Jamaica, travels to many places. He likes Las Vegas because he gambles a little bit every single time he's here. He actually just lost his money at the Orleans, which I mentioned was the casino across the street, and decided to work to walk over to the store. Then he asked if I know anything about plumbing. And I tell him the truth. I said, I know a little bit, but the person in the department just went on lunch, so if you have 30 minutes to kill, he'll be back by then. He starts asking me some plumbing questions, though. I said, what type of plumbing is used in new construction? What size are the bathroom P-traps? What are the major brands of toilets? What are the differences in gas and water pipes? And what needs to be used in order for them not to leak? I answered all the questions. He then smiles and says, See, you know a lot. You have to give yourself more credit. Normally someone with experience would be able to answer those questions correctly and as fast as you did. He then starts asking me questions in other departments to where I also answer everything correctly. He smiles again and starts to ask what I wanted to do in the future. At this point, I was focused on moving out and going away from school since I was not happy. He then starts to dig deeper and ask why I felt the way I was feeling, what my plan of attack was, what the ultimate end goal was in order for me to reach happiness. The person in the plumbing department comes back and asks for the phone back, like the phone that we're given for each department. I hold it for those 30 minutes while he's on lunch, so if they get a plumbing call, I'm the one that, that answers it. But I give it back to him. And at this point, I didn't realize that 30 minutes have passed so fast. The gentleman then says that I think I can help you with the way that you are feeling. I'm an author, and I wrote a book. Look it up, and we'll start reading it together. I wish I remembered the name of the book and the name of this gentleman, but I don't. I go and clock out and come back to sit down at the desk to look at the book. Through a quick Google search, we find a preview on Amazon and has the first few pages. What I do remember from the book, just a little bit, the title was like 101 Ways to Live Your Life to Be Happy, something along those lines. There were statements slash lines slash quotes that we normally say. The preview had about 40, and we start going through them one by one. After reading each one out loud, he asked me if I understand it, disagree, or have a question. I felt like every line I read was taking a weight off my shoulders, as if I was being heard and understood. It made me feel better about the decisions I was making at that point in my life. This was the first person that understood that happiness can take 
priority over other aspects of life, especially being a young teenager in my early 20s. And I remember one line we went over. It said, follow your heart, not your mind. I said, I agree to disagree since it really depends on the situation. Then he, heard, he worded it differently for me. It, would, it went along the lines of your mind is just used for storage of information, but you should not allow it to make decisions or make the decision your heart does. If you make decisions with your mind, they will not turn out right. Further explaining, it really means not to overthink. Use your gut or your heart. Use that, that feeling. When you make a decision using your mind, you sit in it too much because you get lost. After going through every preview, I thanked him and appreciated his knowledge and his words. I would take those quotes and confidence and try to move forward in life. He says that every person you interact with has some quality that you have or in some way like, like you. You know, like if you say hi to someone that you never see again, they have some quality that you have, like you resonate with them in so much way. He said the reason him and I had the conversation is because I was like him and he was like me in so much way. And now I try to look at every single interaction, large or small, in that perspective. The reason I can talk to somebody for five minutes compared to an hour, they have to resemble me in a certain type of way. I mainly see that now through work, I guess, uh, working under Steve. He's a very negative person, and every single person I feel like he's been interacting with recently is negative in the same way. I don't know, it's kind of funny to look at it that way sometimes. We walked out of the store and offered him a ride to the next to his next destination. He said that he didn't know what he was going to do. He was just going to walk away, see where life takes him. If he finds a hotel that he enjoyed and he wanted to stay, he'll stay. Until something tells him that he needs to go back to Jamaica. And again, I thanked him as he walked away from the store, as I walked to my car, and he goes right back to the Orleans. And I kind of just sit there watching him disappear in the darkness. As I said, from this point forward, I've tried to keep those perspectives in mind and work on that aspect. It is really difficult to change overthinking. I have gotten great advice from my spiritual counselor on how to work on it. One exercise she gave me was to write everything down that I have in a day. And I go down this list. I'm only allowed to focus five minutes and overthink on that one item on that list that I wrote down. After five minutes, I ask the question, is this going to matter in five minutes? Is it going to matter in five hours, five days, five weeks, or even five years? Then assess how much weight this item holds. In the hydroflask example from earlier, I should have just thought about it in the first 30 seconds. That it won't matter in five minutes if I have it or, mo or not. Move on. Keep going. It's a yes, a no, and go. My cousin was visiting from the Netherlands, and we went out to the Valley of Fire to go hike. And it was the first time I talked to her or seen her in about four or five years. It's always a great time since we have interesting intellectual conversations. She told me that I spend too much time in my head 
and I have to get out more often, like get myself out of my head more often, really just live out, which I really enjoy it because going out to Valley of Fire and being able to soak up nature and just lose myself into the sky and into the scenery and really not think about anything, just be at peace. It's very relaxing. It was also another shot saying, hey, Denzel, remember to get out of your head again. You're diving way too deep. I feel like I've just been deep diving into my head since I have a lot of alone time. And the more time you have to do nothing, the more time you have to think. Because you have to fill in the void somehow. With me not doing much at work, I overthink a lot at work. Me being pissed off all the time and not being as productive as I want to be. Me just sitting in the car on these ride-alongs. All I do is just think. Sometimes it's about work. Most of the time it's not. I try to distract myself as the day goes by. That way I don't really try to think. But that doesn't really work that way. Sometimes I try to fill it in with videos or try to read about something or go on TikTok for a long period of time. But at that point, it just drains me as well. So then I just put my phone down and really don't have anything to do. So what do I do again? Overthink. I just have to find more opportunities to rest my mind, right? Pull that little guy outside of my head and put him on my shoulder. That way his eyes can look ahead at just the next step. I've been overthinking a lot comes with like living with my mom more so recently people come in and out of my house which is one of the main reasons that I did not like living with my mom recently my grandma would be here or my uncle would come in out of town or all the family members from my mom's side of the family would come over play some dominoes have dinner my mom and I had this conversation of her always being the scapegoat for those situations or her always being the community house because it's in the center and she allows that to be the place and my grandma doesn't have many places to go because other people don't accept her there so she doesn't want to feel like she doesn't accept her either because then she'll be homeless like it's a it's a weird family dynamic but in turn what happens I mean now we live in a smaller house it's my mom and I here my brother moved over to Florida, so that has an empty room, which is where guests normally stay at. But me having my own bathroom the majority of the time, you know, is nice. But then when people come over, it just gets trashed. Things are out of place. The bathroom gets dirty, and these people don't know how to clean up after themselves sometimes. I got to uh, turn on the shower one time, and I'll just look down. I'm like, damn, this this tub needs to be cleaned. So before I go to work, I'll clean it out. and It's just, I don't know. I um I take a space and define it as mine and whatever that space is you can see where my head is at so for example it's right now it's my car in my room so if my car is dirty my room's dirty that that's how you know my head's messed up like it's all over the place because it's not in order and that comes with the bathroom too so when that gets thrown out of whack like I feel like my whole balance is off and I've just been sitting in that a lot my job, me mentioning earlier and in, in other episodes in the past that I'm not doing anything, I feel worthless. And my mind starts going into, okay, well, what can I do as my next step? 
So then I start overthinking about all of these different paths that I can take, such as becoming a CAD designer and just learning that or trying to learn about the metaverse or doing crypto or doing stocks or helping somebody else out with their business and their business ideas or just investing money into that business and going down to each avenue and thinking which one's the right one. But then what ends up happening? I overthink every avenue and I don't end up picking one, which then stresses me out because then I'm losing time and you see where that's gone. Another thing I've been overthinking has been the gym. I'm happy that I'm not doing that as much because as mentioned in the last episode, I um, started to do a home gym. So I finally started making decisions on what equipment I wanted and everything came out as good as it as it could or the best possibility, right? Hope for the what is it? hope for the best, expect the worst and kind of like on the on the high side of that scale, which is good. Today, I realized that I misordered some of the weights and without hesitation, I ordered the rest without really stressing about how much extra money that was or extra time that it would take. And normally I would overthink, like, do I really need the weights that I was going to order now that I ordered like half the amount I was supposed to? And so I'm happy for that in that sense. I've also been overthinking relationships, been talking to someone and then overthinking that situation and am I ready for it? Am I not? Am I a good person? Am I not? Is this person good? Are they not? Just everything in between. Recently, especially this past weekend, I've been overthinking a certain friendship. Is it good to keep? Is it good is it good not to keep? Do I save somebody? Do I try not to save somebody? Do I kinda let it play out and like or do I let it burn that bridge? Similar to the other experience I had before with um, my friend Will. But yeah, that's that's me here. I know this was a shorter episode. I didn't want to really make it too long, right? Just because I feel like I would overthink this episode to then make it too long and then my head would hurt. And even the last five minutes, it was even off script to where I started to overthink certain things and... I just don't want to go down that that path, right? Start, start with this here and then work on the rest as I, I move along. There was a song I saw recently that says, I finally found my greatest weakness and it's overthinking. And once I heard that, instantly saved it and I've been putting it on repeat for like the last three, four days. So I'm going to listen to that song for the next couple of days until Music Friday comes out because that's really what I've been feeling now. But thank you very much for stopping by for a short episode. Next episode should be with the guest. I believe it's going to be Curtis. Be cool to talk about uh, different social aspects that I normally don't talk about on my own or with a lot of people in my life. So catch that probably this weekend. Again, thank you very much and have a good one.